you have an internet-connected barn controller, which can tell you pretty much anything that's going on inside of the barn, how much feed they're eating, how much water the pigs are drinking, which fans are running, uh, what the temperature is in there. All of these settings can be changed uh, remotely and viewed remotely. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Dom. Yeah, you bet. RS Fiber isn't the only example of communities banding together to build themselves a better internet. It's happening across the country and around the world, too. In the UK, a woman started a local broadband project called Barn to connect farms in Lancashire. In Canada, a group of young Indigenous adults and teenagers in Ontario made a plan, hired a contractor, and built a tower that now beams broadband internet into their community. Around the world, there are grassroots efforts, government efforts, and business efforts to get people online. It feels like we should move past convincing each other that the internet is a necessity, not a luxury. And yet, still, some people are being left behind. It's a totally frustrating situation. It is a frustrating situation. This is Angela Seifer. She's the director of the National Digital Inclusion Alliance. For the most part, I don't find myself in arguments anymore about why the internet is necessary today. The arguments tend to come when we talk about how fast is fast enough and at what price point is it affordable uh, and why is it should there be public support, right? So why should we subsidize access to the internet? And the reasons for that are that we, we need everybody to be using these tools if they're going to benefit those of us who are online. So it benefits all of us to make sure everybody's online. So our Minnesota story is an example of rural communities getting together and building their own network. How much of this is, is happening across rural America? There's a lot of local innovation around solving this problem right now. It's really exciting and really fascinating. It's also quite frustrating because there are so many local folks in rural areas who say, okay, I'm gonna, we're going to fix this. And they gather their friends and their neighbors and their colleagues together together. Uh, they, they decide that they're going to go after it, and then they realize there's a state law that says, uh, no, you can't do that. Yeah, I've heard a bit about this. So what's going on with that? There are some states who, let's assume well-meaning state legislators, who thought they needed to protect internet service providers from regular folks.